Welcome back to another episode of the Questionable Advice Podcast. I'm Sarah, and today we're going to be talking about body positivity and whether or not it's okay to like who you are. So this episode is going to be pretty unscripted. Um, My dog's in the background making licking noises, so I hope you can't hear that. Um, But yeah, we're just going to kind of very unscripted, kind of chill conversations about just uh, especially focusing on my personal body positivity journey and like talking about like, is it okay to like yourself? Is it okay to like your body? You know, and just like those kinds of things, if that makes sense. Um, So for myself, most recently, I have found out that my hair is naturally wavy. Um, I have, Both of my parents have curly slash wavy hair, um, but I have always just brushed out my hair and then it was always super frizzy and dry and I just figured that that was just the way my hair was. My mom's hair is very dry and she has been dyeing her hair for years, so it doesn't show as much of her waves as could be. And then my dad uh, uses pomade, so his hair also looks straight. So I've always believed that my hair is straight. Um, and then yesterday I watched a video from this girl. Her name's Alexa Sunshine 83. She does YouTube videos. It's mostly thrifting and I really love to thrift. So I watch a lot of her content and she was talking about realizing that her hair was, uh, wavy and a lot of the things she was talking about, I was like, oh, my hair looks like that. And like, that's how my hair is. And I was like, I, I wonder if my hair's wavy. And for a summer, like two years ago, I just like did not brush my hair at all. I'm kind of lazy when it comes to like physical appearance stuff. Not because I don't enjoy taking care of myself, but because I would just rather be sitting on my phone than like brushing my hair. And so it had been really wavy and curly, like very curly. Um, like probably a 2C. If you don't know what that is, it's like the just Google wave chart or like hair curly types and it'll come up with a chart and it like tells you what level your hair is based on the kind of curls you have. And it was super just kind of crazy and I just thought it was nappy and my mom was like, Sarah, like you need to brush your hair, like it looks crazy. And what we didn't know was that that's my natural hair, like it is wavy. And so now I've been taking care of it using like kind of like the curly girl method a little bit of like squish to condition kind of thing. And just trying to wash it with cold water and letting it air dry a little bit more and not using a towel, like things like that. And like day one, I had a lot of curls and waves. And again, my hair's dry, it's frizzy, and so just kind of like trying to work in washing my hair differently and uh, maybe less frequently and like things like that. And so obviously I'm not going to make this whole podcast about my my hair journey and figuring out that I don't have straight hair. Um, But yeah, and so it definitely has put me in this like, do I like my wavy hair? Do I wish it was straight? Like it's just a lot of wondering do I like it you know even though it's what I was given naturally doesn't mean I have to like it and that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode so if you don't know what body positivity is um I just kind of copied a definition from very well mind it's a website blog and they kind of talk about like psychology and health and eating and a lot of those kinds of things and so their definition of body positivity and the whole movement, it was talking about how the movement is challenging how society views the body, promoting the acceptance of all bodies, helping people build confidence and accepting of their own bodies, and addressing unrealistic body standards. And although that is a piece of it, I really want to cover 
um, clothing and fashion, eating habits, exercising habits, like what are realistic expectations of your body? Should you change your body? Is it okay to not like your body? And just kind of things like that. So I think like the first thing I like to kind of address and talk about is um, like your physical body. So obviously um, for years there's always been like fat shaming, like everybody knows what fat shaming is and most recently skinny shaming is kind of a thing. And although I think telling somebody, oh, like, you're really skinny, like, that looks weird, are you anorexic? Like, I am very, very skinny and very thin. Um, I'm 5'8", but I weigh 120 pounds, in case you were wondering. Um, But I wear size 8 jeans, and that always surprises people. They're like, oh, but you're so skinny, like, why do you wear that? And... For a long time, it made me like really like insecure. I was like, oh my gosh, like am I am I secretly fat? Am I overweight? And I did go through a season of time where I was like, maybe I need to lose weight. Maybe I'm too big. And at this point in life, I'm not like wondering about that. Like this was not a like years time span of like should I lose weight? It was like a few days. So don't worry about me. Like I'm not saying that I had a eating disorder or anything. Like that is not at all what I'm saying. Um, but I'm saying that like even though these aren't ill-intentioned words, they still make you question your body. And so I would always say, analyze what somebody is saying. Don't think that just because they are making a comment, an observation, means that they are making an aggressive statement, you know? Um, but yeah, so I've always been, like, asked, especially in middle school, like, oh, are you anorexic? Or, like, are you not eating enough? And, like, a lot of people make comments about, like, me not eating enough. And they don't bother me in the form of, like, I feel insecure about it or like I'm uncomfortable but it's just like no like I eat quite a bit and I had even tried to gain weight this summer because I did feel like I was a little slender and not because anybody was telling me oh you need to gain weight but it was like "Mm, my ankles pop out a little bit much my knees are really knobby I don't I don't like that I want more weight and I tried to gain weight and I physically could not eat enough food to gain that weight and so that's just kind of something I want to talk about is like, it's o- it's okay to not like the body you were born in. You do not have to accept that body. A lot of times this movement pushes, you know, oh, um, you're a little overweight. Oh, well, you have to love that. And everybody around you has to love that. But that's not true at all. You should have the freedom to decide. Um, I'm overweight. And even though I love myself and everybody else loves me, it's okay to want to change. In the same way that I can find out I have wavy hair, I can still want to straighten my hair every now and then. Like, who are you to tell me that I can't change that? Sometimes I feel more attractive with uh, curly hair rather than straight hair or wavy hair. You know, sometimes I wish I had blue eyes. If I want to go buy colored contacts, I have the freedom to do that. And so it's just like with this movement, we need to be careful not to be forcing people to accept something that is either unhealthy or that they personally don't like. Um, let's go back to anorexia. Let's say somebody is anorexic. Body positivity in the exact word-for-word definition would be saying that you need to accept that person who is anorexic. And although we do need to be supportive of them and help them get back to a healthy weight and back to a healthy mindset, you don't need to accept that. If you're anorexic and you don't like the way you look, then you need somebody realistic telling you, hey, like it's okay to try and gain that weight back. Um, it is not okay to try and be so skinny that you're starving yourself. That's why it's a disorder. It's not okay to want to be doing that. And you need to find that balance of that healthy weight and of accepting yourself and still taking care of yourself. And so with that, I'm going to kind of talk about eating habits and exercising habits. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
I tried the Chloe Ting workouts, the uh, two-week workouts. If you're not familiar with it, I think it got big on TikTok. I'm not really on TikTok. Um, I don't do social media. I watch like aesthetic compilations on YouTube, um, which I feel really nerdy saying because I feel like anybody who watches things on YouTube is like considered a loser in society, but please don't don't categorize me as that. I'm not a loser. But yeah, so Chloe Ting is this uh, British exercising person and she does these workouts and I'm gonna be honest, they're not as bad as everybody thinks they are. It is having to keep up the habit of actually doing them that is hard. Um, I have asthma and I am extremely weak. Uh, again, like I said, I'm very skinny and so it's hard for me to develop muscle and I was able to do up to day five. I didn't quit because it was too difficult. I quit because I was too lazy. I really just don't have the motivation to keep doing that. Like, it was really, really fun. I was getting, like, super awesome adrenaline highs. I felt really fit. I honestly saw a visible difference in my body and in my muscle. And it was, like, I was very, very happy with the results. I would definitely recommend doing it if you just want, like, a quick, like, little glow up. Like, a little mini glow up, which is what I was doing. I wanted, like, a little mini glow up, like, a little uh, confidence boost. So, I felt like I needed to do that. And if that's not for you, that's cool. That's not for you. Something to keep in mind, though, is that exercising is a positive. Regardless of if you weigh 400 pounds or if you weigh 40. Exercising does not mean weight loss. So if you weigh 40 pounds, um, I don't think you should be doing weight loss exercises. Uh, I personally did not do a weight loss exercise because I know that's not going to benefit my body and I know that's not what I need. Um, for me, I did muscle shaping, which if anything would end up gaining weight, which is a positive for my kind of body. And so keeping in mind, like you can love your body, but also understand that what one person says works for them doesn't have to work for you and probably isn't going to work for you. If you weigh 400 pounds and you'd like to get muscle, girl, go do it. Like, get that muscle. It doesn't have to be weight loss. But if you weigh 400 pounds and you want to lose weight, that's entirely up to you. That is your body. Um, I think another thing is eating habits that I wanted to address. Um, my diet typically consists of... Um, if I make my own breakfast, it's a, a milkshake, which is uh, milk and strawberries and bananas and maybe peanut butter if I feel like using a spoon. It just depends on how motivated I feel. That is my typical breakfast. If my mom makes it, it's gonna be like oatmeal, eggs, like good healthy things. If it's me, it's like a milkshake. And that's typically my breakfast. My lunch, um, nine times out of 10 is chicken strips. Um, today it was eggs. So um, if you are kind of getting a feel for the kind of food I eat, it is whatever is convenient and whatever is close by. Uh, snacks typically consist of chips and chewy granola bars like nine times out of ten like it is very rare that I don't eat chips and chewy granola bars and then if I'm feeling it I'll throw in a little cookie my eating habits are two out of ten I would not recommend you adapt my diet but that works for me I don't have any health issues I have a really high metabolism um, like I said earlier like I cannot gain weight even if I wanted to um, and so that works for me but not for everybody there are some people who would like to eat healthier you know just because you eat healthier doesn't mean you don't like your body and i think society's like um you're going on a diet and mm, that just means you're not promoting body positivity which is so inaccurate like sometimes you just need to cut out a little bit of carbs It's nothing to do with not liking your body it's because you love your body that you want to take care of it you know like this is who you're going to be for the rest of your life you have no other options you cannot be anybody else except who you are and so if you're stuck in this box of like 
mm, I'm scared to work out, I'm scared to diet, I'm scared to do these things because I don't want somebody else to think it's because I'm insecure. I don't want somebody else to think that it's because I don't love myself. That is the most toxic opinion to have and that is the complete opposite of what the body positivity movement should be. Body positivity should be about loving yourself and taking care of your body because you want to, not because of society. And I think another thing that gets thrown in there is people feeling like they have to change their body because of health concerns. Well, if you have a heart problem, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. A doctor is going to fix the problem the same way. In the same way that if you have diabetes, it doesn't matter if you weigh 100 pounds or 200 A doctor is going to address that the same way. It's going to be changing your diet and changing your exercise. That's also another thing that I think society needs to work on how we take that. Just because somebody tells you you need to exercise does not mean you're fat. I definitely think that for a long time it is said, oh, you have diabetes. Oh, hmm, I'm sure you're fat kind of thing. And that's, again, like fat shaming. And that's like stereotypes. Like just because somebody has diabetes doesn't mean they have to be fat doesn't mean they have to have a bad exercise bad diet there's always room for improvement but it doesn't mean you have to be this type i was friends with somebody in second grade who had diabetes and this person is literally seven like there's no way that it's because of obesity they're they're tiny they were a fit kid athletic you know it wasn't the same kind of diabetes so understanding diabetes one obviously plays a role in that not all of society understands the two different types of diabetes and why people get diabetes but on top of that it's it's not an offensive term to tell somebody you have diabetes you need to exercise you need to lose weight And I I don't have notes, so obviously I may repeat myself, and I'm very sorry. This is just kind of thing that I feel like is better off notes because I'm not trying to preach at you in the sense of, like, change your behavior. I'm trying to encourage you in the fact that, like, if you want to change, go for it. Like, you aren't tied to the body you were born in because of body positivity. Like, if you want to gain weight, gain weight. If you want to exercise, exercise. If you want to sit on the couch all day, do it. But keep in mind that there's always going to be risks and there's always going to be rewards in everything that you do. In every aspect, you know, beyond beyond, (laughs) words, beyond body positivity, just in everything you do, in your work ethic, in the way that you dress, in the way that you talk, in the way that you do anything, there's always going to be a reward and a risk. Another thing is, is it okay to not like your body? Um, like I said earlier, you know, I felt like I was underweight. I am not sure how I'm doing about the wavy hair. Like, I love not having straight hair. No shade to people with straight hair. I just, doesn't really fit my personality. Um, (laughs) but on top of that, it's just like, it's different. And I'm 17, you know, it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not the same kind of person I thought I was and it's not like an identity crisis or anything like I'm, I'm good it's just like this is different this is a new style for me it's the same thing as changing your aesthetic and just deciding you know I don't want to dress vintage anymore I'm really I'm really relating to streetwear right now like I really like that edgy like more playful and more bold style you know if it's okay to change the way you dress then why wouldn't it be okay to change the way you do your hair and your exercising habits and things like that I think accepting yourself beyond all the things I've talked about is really important. You know, it's okay to not like your body, but you still need to accept yourself. And I think accepting is a very hard word to understand, especially in a culture where we 
throw down people's throats. You know, if you don't accept me, then you don't like me and you hate me. You know, we make these huge jumps from I don't agree with this to you hate me. And even though that typically only relates to certain political related things and beliefs, it crosses into every area of our life because we change the meaning of words. Accepting your body doesn't mean that you need it to stay the way it is. Accepting your body means that you are happy with who you are, but you know that there's always room for change. You should never be happy with just the place that you're at, you know, and that sounds very cynical, but let me explain this further. If you are addicted to drugs, you can still love who you are and hate an aspect of yourself. Just because you're addicted to drugs doesn't mean you like that, doesn't mean that that is the best you could be. You can always improve, you can always get clean, get sober, and start taking care of your life a little bit better. It doesn't mean that the people around you don't love you and don't support you. It doesn't mean that they don't accept you. It means that they love and care about you and they want you to do better because they know what you're capable of. It's the same thing of like a glow up. You you accept yourself before you glow up, but you want to put in that effort because you love yourself and you support your own body and you support the way you look, but you know that there's room for improvement. If you change the way you do your skincare because you don't like how much acne you have, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're disgusted by yourself, doesn't mean you're embarrassed, it just means you know that there's room for improvement. Me personally, I spent a lot of years with just really, really bad acne. I had really bad acne scarring on my cheeks and I'm only now taking care of it. I've had all this time and it's not that I didn't love and didn't support myself, it's that I knew I could improve, I just didn't care to till now. Like now... I'm like, okay, there's room for improvement. Whereas before, I love myself. And I loved myself the same amount through all of this. It's just that now I recognize, "Mm, I think I want to change this. Because it's okay to change who you are. So this episode is really geared towards the individual as opposed to society. I think changing society's opinion on body positivity is just, it's not even realistic. Because everybody has their own opinion on what it means to accept and love their body and to take care of their body. So don't listen to this episode as, oh, this is what society needs to do. Listen to this as, how can I change? What can I do to not only love myself, but love other people? I think um, shaming people, not even for weight, but for appearance is very, very prevalent. Um, I actually watched a documentary talking about some person felt like a lot of people on the internet were talking about her body and her physical appearance and her skin color and things like that. That is her physical body. She can't do anything to change that. She can't do anything to change her skin color, regardless of whether she's black, white, Mexican, whatever. She can't change her hair, whether it's curly, straight, wavy. She can't change her weight. You can to an extent, but some people are genetically born a specific weight, whether that's skinny, fat, obese, whatever you want to call it. Um, There are things that you just can't change about yourself. And as teenagers, it's so easy to tear each other down and to just talk about what is wrong with this person. Um, Me personally, I have an impulsive disorder. It's called trichotillomania. I'm not sure if you've heard it before. Um, (laughs) It's an impulsive body-focused behavior. So essentially, just to give the most unexplained version of what it is, it's I pull out my hair and I can't really control it the more specific 
thing is that I feel an impulse or an itch and um, whether that be physical or mental itch and I respond to it by feeling a release which is uh, comes from pulling out the hair and then it's it leads to shame and so I often have a hard time admitting that I did it or telling people that I have it which leads to more stress which leads to an itch and so it's a cycle of this behavior and because of that I have dealt with a lot of bullying I've felt with a lot of comments about it and questions and even if comments and questions are met positively if they are not asked in a very cautious and careful way they come out very critical and very um, like overly invasive and very accusatory I guess is the best way I could explain it you know when someone just comes at you and you like they're just like oh why are you ugly but they didn't say that but that's the tone they use that's what I mean and so like with that I've always had a hard time accepting that and I know that other people in the same way don't they don't see it as normal and I'm not asking anybody to see it as normal but the point of the body positivity is looking at other people and accepting who they are. And so as teenagers, it becomes so easy to be like, oh my gosh, she doesn't have eyelashes. Like, that's so weird. Like, she must just sit in her room and eat them or something. Like, that's ugh, it's so disgusting and weird. That's my body. I can't change it. I can't do anything to improve it. I can put eyeliner on, you know? Maybe you won't notice it as much. But if you look at me at the right angle and the right way, right when I blink, you will notice. And although we're human and everybody has these negative thoughts and negative opinions of each other, it doesn't make it right. If you look at a swimsuit model and think, oh, she needed to work out a little bit more before that photo shoot, or mm, her body doesn't really complement that swimsuit, these are realistic thoughts. Like Everybody has this, no matter how good you think you are or no matter how perfect you want to pretend you are. Everybody has these thoughts. It's what you do with them that matters. It's if you're going to go post on social media, girl, this woman needs to lose some weight, or this guy doesn't even have a six-pack, who chose him, or he needs to shave his armpit hair, things like that. You know, you're tearing down somebody's body and somebody's character, and it's things that this person can't change about themselves. Yes, he can shave his armpit. Yes, she can do a few more sit-ups, but they shouldn't have to do that to be accepted as beautiful. Being accepted as healthy, being accepted as someone who takes care of their body, that's different. But being accepted as beautiful, as attractive, don't fake it. Don't tell them, oh, yeah, um, this person's got a lot of acne, but body positivity, so we love you, you're beautiful. You know, don't be fake. Nobody wants to hear that. But you don't have to intentionally bring this person down. My dog just came to sit next to me, so if you hear a sordid wheezing, it's, it's him. Um, yeah, so just things like that, you know, and it's just so ingrained in our culture, especially in a culture where you can just leave a comment on anything and you don't have to own up to the words that you said. It's one thing to say to somebody's face, but it's different when you have to own up to it, you know? You don't have to own up to that in a comment. You just leave it there and you leave. You can delete your account. You can never log in. You don't have to put your name on it. Like, nobody has to know who you are. Okay, Jake, my dog has sat really close to the mic and so you probably just heard a lot of ASMR mouth noises um, and he's just pawed at me to pet him so I'm very sorry if you hear various scratching noises hopefully you like that um, ASMR I'll be sure to include an ASMR snippet so that if you're into that you can get a little like nice little chill 
So I think the only thing we can do as individuals is just start working on creating individual culture that glorifies loving somebody for the way that they look and always encouraging improvement. Oh my goodness, Jake, I love you, but please stop. So yeah, you know, again, like I said, this episode is not intended for society. It's intended for individuals. You can't change society by just being like, hey, stop, no. Like, that. no, nobody's gonna hear that and go, yeah, you're right, it takes individuals. Every positive movement has taken individuals. And honestly, every negative movement has used individuals to lead society. You need to be a leader in this movement of not necessarily body positivity, but being realistic with body expectations and loving yourself even through growth. I guess that's just the main thing to take from this episode is I I recognize that this is a shorter episode, at least it feels shorter, um, but like loving your body through growth, you know, it it's okay to glow up. It's okay to clear up your skin. It's okay to change the way your hair looks. It's okay to glorify those things in yourself that you like. You are not required by any skin color, by any hair type, by any skin type, by any weight, by any fashion style, by anything to look and act a certain way. It doesn't matter. You know, you get to love yourself for who you are and you don't have to change that for anybody. And so I guess all in all, what you need to take from this episode is it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to change yourself and society doesn't have perfect expectations yet. No matter how hard we work to get those better expectations and no matter how hard we want people to love their body, it's not gonna happen. That's something you need to cultivate in individuals. It takes time and I mean, not to sound cliche, but it starts with you, you know? It starts with loving yourself and loving the people around you. You know, when that group of girls starts gossiping about the other girl and the way she's dressing and the way she interacts with the boys, um, yeah, uh, you can very easily interject and say, hey, like, that's who she's choosing to be and whether or not that's who she needs to be, that's what she's trying to be and she's just trying to be loved and accepted. Or when you see the guy feeling insecure about himself because he doesn't wear matching Nike clothes or he doesn't dress the way the guys do or he doesn't like football, you know, it's okay to remind these people that, hey, liking football does not make you a man in the same way that going to the gym does not make you athletic, you know, and just promoting that in people you know. And that's just like that small little positive step that you can put in people's lives. You don't have to preach at them, you know, you don't have to tell them your whole life story about how you became secure in yourself and body positivity because this really cool podcast you listen to. It can just be little things, just reminding people like, hey, like that jacket looks really good on you or, oh, your hair looks really good. You know, just the little things. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was definitely much more different than what I typically do. My episodes are typically more organized and more careful and cautious. Um, Oh my goodness, Jake is like whistling in the corner. It's kind of annoying. I really hope you can't hear that. Um, But yeah, it was just more chill and I hope you liked that. I hope it was a little bit of a mix up. Um, Obviously, I know that I repeated myself and said um a lot of times, but it was just, the intention was just to be more chill, like open heart to heart, more vulnerable. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, don't forget to follow, don't forget to share this with your friends, and uh, if you're on YouTube, you can leave a comment. If you're not on YouTube, you should go to YouTube and follow the podcast and subscribe. 
Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Oh, if you have a Depop, feel free to check out my account. It's at SarahLusk03. Uh, my account is FeminFlower. Uh, I do style bundles from $15 to $45. And if you listen to the podcast, I may be able to give you 20% off. But I don't know. You have to DM me first. Um, and I don't ship to Canada. Well, I kind of ship to Canada, but I don't ship worldwide. Um, so yeah, I really hope you liked this. I hope it was just kind of calm. Maybe something you could listen to before you go to bed. Um, maybe not that calm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> wish me luck on my wavy hair journey and figuring out just how to take care of it best and make it look good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stay safe.